Welcome back, everybody, to the MTV Challenge Accepted podcast presented by the Underdog Podcasting Network. I'm your host, Andrew Gelson, here with my brother and my co-host, Dondrick. How are you doing, Dondrick? Good. I'm glad to be here. I think we have a lot to talk about this episode. Really? Interesting, because last week it was a short episode. We weren't too excited about it, um, but hopefully things are revving up as we near the final. This is we're talking about the 14th episode of this season called The Best of Enemies. So you sound excited. It sounds like you liked it already, just as a spoiler alert. I did. I think that there was maybe it was just uh, in contrast to last week, the the week of Nani. I think this is had more meat to it, this episode. And you love the strategy, and there's certainly a lot of strategy involved. So, but you mentioned last week Nani had her like, you know, time in the shine, <laughs> time in the spotlight. Time in the sun. What's the expression? Time to shine. Time. In I the think sun. all of those work. And then she flipped over to Fessy. Um, and so we had a couple of new teams and, and then uh, Fessy left Anissa who latched onto Kyle, who wasn't too happy about it. So that's where we stand. All five skulls have been dished out for both sides. The people left out so far are Corey and big T. Um, who are paired, right? Who are Together. paired. And initially there was immediately you know, some back and forth. It was, it was weird. Like the one benefit I think of, or one of the benefits of this switching double agent thing is there are some like hurt feelings involved, some regrets involved. We started the episode with Nani feeling good about Fessy. And he yes. said kind of feeling bad that Fessy dumped her. Um, was, the, was there a moment where she felt good about it? That we I, saw. I wrote that down. So okay. I don't know why, why I wrote that down. Well, she uh, must have. Why would you pick him? Right. Right. Yeah. And then I think Anissa was sulking. Kyle was sulking. You know, it turns they're, out they're... Fessy is too introverted for Nani's <laughs> taste. And they, you know, so Anissa and Kyle, like they said, they were both looking like snacks to the other teams. And honestly, it's not even against them. It's just like it, at this point, it is a strong group of competitors. It is a strong group of competitors. I I think so. Besides, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's overall very strong. Anissa, with her faults, is strong in eliminations, although right. she's still being targeted for elimination, ironically. And then, but everyone else, you know, there's a few weaker than average, but no one is a layup at this point. No, and, the, you know, Kyle and Anissa are probably the closest to that. So, you know, people might have been, targeting them for that reason um but then we get to the daily so it's called mission undercover i thought it was hold cool on, yeah. hold on one sec sorry to yeah. interrupt are they a layup we're thinking about no. it right now in terms of elimination right no i don't think and, they're a layup i think they're the biggest they're being layup. targeted as if they were right as the one that you'd want to go against if you're trying yeah. to get your skull. i think that's and i think that was fair i think i'm not so sure it is well Corey and big t i think would be maybe the biggest but they don't have skulls. So I'm saying right. of the skull people, I I, I, yeah. I see the rationale. I'm not going to quibble with it, but I just am saying like, I think Kyle is very strong. Yeah, I but anyone... consider the other people who have skulls, Doral, CT, Fessy, Leroy. Those are, that's a pretty stacked group. It is, it is. But I, I almost think that Kyle measures up well against in an elimination. He's very well-rounded. And I think Anissa, maybe depending on the elimination is probably like the favorite and in, in some and some and some yeah certainly it's sort of more polarized her matchups right? yeah it's certainly a no layup i think of the women if you could pick your matchup you'd say big t maybe nani then 
Amber B maybe, and then you'd try to avoid Cam and Casey. Yeah, I think it's there. To your point, there's really good competitors at this point. Yeah, and and that's another benefit to the the skulls. I know it has been polarizing, and people think it largely has not worked, but. I like the fact that everyone has to earn their place. I think overall, regardless of how it might've gotten messy or maybe underwhelming at times, I think that's a major positive change on the show. I think that, yes, you're right. The skulls have been a bit of a mixed bag. I think the, I was thinking about it over the weekend. Really what it comes down to is just what you said. The advantage of the skulls is that it doesn't matter. There's the whole thing about how many they give out. It doesn't seem like they figured it out completely. Right. They're giving everyone a chance. It seems like they, the production wants to give everyone a chance to go to elimination. But the positive is, is that you have to win an elimination. It's yeah. And, and if, you're new, if you're a relatively new fan to the show, you might not realize how big of a problem that was. Like people like CT or Cam might've just like skated to the final without ever going in. Oh, for sure. That's what you did. Yeah. However, if you're a purist, you might say, well, I kind of liked that. No, I, I don't know. I can't imagine that argument. I think you definitely should earn your way in. Hmm. I mean, who, who's the purist? Like who are, who, who are you talking about? Like the Miz or something? That's pretty old school thinking. <laughs> you're a big you know who is the purist i think mark like long me. fan diehard no, you know me you. i'm saying this because i guess it's more of like in survivor it's a survivor influence thing it's like the truly best are the ones that never had to win an immunity sort right. of right but like you know the difference sort of the difference is on survivor you go in and kind of earn that you by don't necessarily politicking. have friendships yeah and like these that. guys are like it's my 10th year. It's your 12th year. Let's just not vote each other in. Let's vote the rookies 10 times in a row. That's true. That's true. Um, More of like an oligarchy. Yeah, absolutely. And so, okay, so let's go to the daily mission undercover. I thought it was cool. You have the scuba dive down, get these coded rings. You couldn't come up for air. Tectonic plates. Tectonic plates. Although I Uh, thought those were underneath the crust of the earth. I didn't think they were above us but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's one of those like stalagmites, stalactites thing where it's like they make it more complicated than it should be. Um, some people did well. Anissa and Kyle finished. Uh, Cam and CT finished. Leroy and Casey finished. People who did not do well. Corey, I guess, is scared of being drowned. That was a new revelation. Well, he actually, when he was, his friend tried to drown him. Yeah, you buy that? Unfriend that friend. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad friend, that's huh? Like, that is a bad friend to move. Like, hey, remember that time like you relate to the movies? Like, remember that time you tried to drown me in a pool? I I don't know. That's yeah, that's that's quite an accusation, by the way. If he means maybe it's like a five-year-old. Maybe like, like by mistake, you know, yeah. sort of thing. I, I don't know. That's hard to believe, but I understand like being a kid and being like scarred by certain things. Yeah. Um, maybe you had a scare. Yeah. Uh, Fessy accidentally kicked Nani in the face and causing her to DQ allegedly. Maybe that's when she turned um, on him. <laughs> it's like well, those old Gilligan's Island when you get hit in the head with a bowling ball and they become smart. Oh, <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> um, they just got to hit, hit in the bowling ball again and then <laughs> turn back. Um, so Nani, she, she just needs a kicker again to make her fall back in love um, with the partnership. <laughs> I thought the one notable thing here was Cam and Casey, CT, sorry, Cam and CT were doing well, 
kind of slowed down in the puzzle and they were kind of turning on each other a little bit. Um, CT allegedly. They, no, I think this was overplayed by production. I think maybe, they because they were in contention. I, I think they knew what was going to happen at the end of the episode. And right. were sort of, I think CT is in on it. They're very image conscious of him, this redemption story. Anyway. I, I, I want to ask you this about CT. This is what the relevant point, because he has this reputation. He's great at puzzles, tanagram man. But there's a difference in different kinds of puzzles. If you practice tangrams every day, you'll be good at tangrams. That doesn't necessarily mean you'll be good at numbers puzzles or Sudoku puzzles or other things. For sure. I think I'm pretty good at puzzles overall. I've played a lot of, you know, like Zelda has a lot of puzzles in it throughout my life, but I'm not good at slider puzzles because I haven't really right. done them much. You know what I mean? It's all so about I, practice. Um, but like, it's different, like thinking, right? It's different. Well, if you play uh, like, like you'll, you'll see like if you play Tetris or something, if you play for like a week and you get really into it, you'll get really good. And then a year later, you'll forget how to play really and then you have to and it's different areas of like your brain it's like spatial reasoning versus language versus math right what's it, hearthstone or whatever what is that is that a puzzle or a strategy game it's like a i like liken it to like chess but chess okay because you are notably a nationally ranked or internationally ranked hearthstone player yeah um and that's why we, i'm not i'm not good at math and you have to know arithmetic so i that's even more um challenging and so the editing was a little misleading because they showed Anissa and Kyle for a while kind of struggling. And then they show Leroy and Casey just like flying through this puzzle and finishing really quickly. So I presumed they would win. Turns out, no, Anissa and Kyle pull off the upset. Yes. And of course, we had no real way of knowing how close it was. They said they blew them out, but production wanted us to make a, make us think that they weren't going to win. Right. right. And they did. They tricked me because I was pretty sure that they did not based on just like how they're playing up the Leroy and Casey super team. Exactly. But I, it's to me, that's sort of a cheap production trick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, this team, it manufactures surprise when it's completely edited. I mean, we don't know. They, they showed us like they blew away the challenge, but obviously they didn't. So they just tricked us. Well, good for Anissa and Kyle really to win, throw a monkey wrench into the plans of everybody. And shout out to Anissa. This is her third daily win. Yeah. And it's not like she was carried either way. I mean, she won two with Fessy, one here with yeah. Kyle. She pulled her weight in both in all three. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. People, uh-huh. the Anissa's camp is very strong in pointing that out, supporting her. She's good in elimination. She's surprisingly good in dailies. Yeah, because right? she, she has, you know, she's experienced. She's smart. She, like, knows little tricks of the trade. And This was a good episode for her, I felt, overall. Yeah, um, I think so, too. And, um, you know, she's really not bad. I mean, it's just it's just a matter of, you know, whatever body type being a little older as we see you know that catches up well i think both things are true she's good in elimination she's very competent in dailies if i give her credit and she has in my opinion zero chance to win the show so it's (laughs) i i think that you can't i think that people get confused to those two things and you have both you have conflicting information that doesn't necessarily mean both one is wrong. One is right. It's well, like, that's the kind of nuance we really want to focus on. Even when I mentioned puzzles too, it's like, not all puzzles are the same. Like you could be good at one puzzle. You could be bad at another. You, some puzzles are memorization and people are better at that. Some people are better at visualization, you know, like there are different skill sets within and, each skill set. 
That's true. And I think Anissa does maybe not get enough credit because she's not one of those classic competitors that's just there to be there. Like she wants to compete. She tries her hardest. She's not like, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone like, a, a, I don't know, like some person that just shows up and wants to be on the show because it's on right. TV, you right. know, and doesn't really think they're ever going to win or care about winning. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of people. Exactly. Uh, Big T might be one of those people, to be honest. Um, and so Corey and Big T have been floated as sort of candidates because they don't have a skull. It'd be easy to vote for them. And then Darrell's name starts flo- floating out there. Um, when we talk about your specific skill sets, strategy, wh- what did you think of the idea of people targeting Darrell as the house vote as opposed to just throwing in Corey and Big T? Um. Repeat the question one more time. Sorry. Um, so they all kind of did a curveball. And instead of just going with the easy vote, Corey and Big T is the house vote to avoid the politics. Um, there was a tide going against Darrell and Amber. And I wanted to know if you're Leroy, if you're CT, like how, how do you think of that strategy? Yeah, I was. So they wanted to. So it, was, it seemed like it was driven by Leroy, right? Pretty much, yeah. And, Tires, and it, was like a, it was a little bit of confusing to follow, I felt, because Leroy was afraid that he would well, be picked to go in elimination. Right. It was mostly Cam was worried that Kyle would throw in Leroy. But this was before they knew the, who won. The, the, well, this, this is mostly after. They're like, hmm. they were thinking, um, you know, if Corey and, and um Big T went in as the house vote, then that's a kind of a wild card. And you don't want to leave the pressure in, in Kyle's hands. I guess if Kyle wants to make a statement or get revenge on people, he had a lot of people to get revenge on, I guess. Um, yes. He's sort of in that Devin mode where they like throw out these wild ideas and they never really follow. No, I did. No, no, no. But this started before that. It started before. You're right. You're right. It did. They did started, mention it before. Leroy. No, because the whole thing of the episode was that Leroy put Kyle first. In the order. Yeah, that's that true. was the genesis of this whole thing. It was it wasn't just chaos. It was Kyle has a been is vindictive, has an axe to grind against Leroy because he put him first in the daily, which by the way didn't have any bearing on anything because it was blind. No one was watching. You know, usually it's a huge disadvantage to go right. first. Right, that's true. But anyway, that was what set the things in motion. Right, that now Leroy was a target because he put in Kyle first, which upset Kyle who won. But before that, the reason Leroy put in Kyle first was because Leroy was afraid that he would be chosen to go into elimination by Corey. Oh, like Corey. Right? Like that, I think that's what happened. Is that Corey, well, I think he's just worried about being chosen. Like they didn't want, they wanted to know. He would be the one of all the skull people that would get picked. I think Leroy was afraid of that. So he wanted to put Kyle in front of the bus. Um, that's fair. And then I, so when, Darrell's name comes up. I th- actually thought he had the best strategy move of the day. It didn't work. But when he was talking to Leroy, he's he said, look, like, if I go in there, I'm not sticking with my girl. F that. You know, he's going to go for Cam. He's going to go for Casey. I thought that was a genuinely good threat. Yes. It didn't seem to stick, though. Well, I actually thought this was contra. I don't know if this was because there's two things I want to talk about two people strategy. 
One, I agree with you is Darrell. I thought that was a smart reply. It's some sort of deterrent, right? Yeah. To picking him. It's all he really has. Especially with Leroy, like feeling so good about his team. Yeah. And I like, I also admired Darrell that he didn't like lose it. He didn't, you know, a lot of people I feel like would have, like if it was Josh or something, right? It would have been much more unhinged. But Darrell was just kind of, in that way, showed more strength, I thought. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. He's good. What do you think, though, of Leroy telling Darrell? Because this is something that people always claim they want is don't blindside me. Right. Don't blindside me. Tell me if you're. But maybe that's why he reacted so calmly to it. Hmm. I thought it was fine um, because he knew, you know, he had the numbers and it was going to happen regardless, you know. So I think that was probably, you know, sort of just like make amends, you know, stab me in the front, don't stab me in the back. Are you talking about Darrell or Leroy? Though? Leroy, you know, stabbing yeah. Darrell in the front. Yeah, um, but we don't see that ever. I think that the, that was notable. I don't really see people do that. Too. Right. And I thought it was fine at this stage. Um, you know, yeah. it, it could have bitten them. I thought oh. it was good for Leroy to do that. I thought it sh- it reflected well on Leroy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I certainly like Leroy more. Now that he's like, he just feels more confident that he's in control and he's just getting back to likable Leroy. Um. I thought he, I didn't, as we've said, I never, he never wavered. I never wavered. I think he's just a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I do like him. I mean, I would be friends with Leroy if I had the chance. Um, Leroy wouldn't be friends with you. Who are you? (laughs) Uh, Although they're kind of back and forth. Cam was kind of, you know, hot and cold with him. And then he eventually settled down. Right. So I could be his cam as a friend. That's true. Um, So the deliberation Corey wanted to be the house vote, I guess, just, just to lock it in. And the whole time, I, I thought it was notable. The whole episode, they're basically presuming it's a guy's day. Yes. And I thought that was one of the more disappointing elements is that we still Very haven't hot. had a curveball. We still haven't Very been surprised. Hot. It was like not even a, a thought. Right. And they have... Both. Not even in my mind, really, did I think. I don't. Even, I wasn't really aware of it because it just was edited and shown in such a way that was so male-focused. Right, and you would think... They didn't talk about Big T at all, you know, right. needing a skull, right? And it would have been the same argument. I mean, there's really not much of a difference, but five guys have skulls, five females have skulls, one of each does not. So it theoretically, it could have been either one. It could have been a tag team thing. I thought it was going to be double. Yeah, I, I would have presumed that too. They really have not... The, you know, it's like we, oh, I maybe I've overused the word fa- curveball a few times today, but it's like just like fastball over the plate. You know what you're getting every single week. It's, and it makes scary. it easy to strategize. It was. I mean, you're right. The strategy would really wouldn't have been too much different. You might have thought it would have been a double elimination, like we said, but it was just shown to us in a way. It was like, it wasn't even. Like when TJ said it was a guy's elimination, like, oh, all right, makes sense. <laughs> Checks out. Like nothing really. It was it's almost no like drama. there's like a production schedule in the house and they just like look at it every day. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of the more interesting strategy parts too. So, you know, Darrell and Amber B are the nominees, although I guess no one presumes it's girls. And that puts the power in the hands of Kyle and Anissa. And so what do you do if you're Kyle and Anissa particularly Kyle, because you're presuming it's a guy's day. Yeah. Go with well, the easy vote and Corey, do you shake things up? Do you go Leroy? Do you shake things up and go Fessy? I'm surprised that wasn't more of a consideration and he defaulted to the easy choice, Corey. 
Well, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Okay, First of all, I want to give a little shout out to Corey for sticking to being the house vote. Big T was slightly urging him, like, oh, we'll trust Kyle to throw us in. It was like, yeah, that was weird. That was not a good strategy. And it was good that Corey was, won that argument, right? Although I will say uh, this about Corey, not Corey. He's like, I've been fighting tooth and nail, desperate to go in. It's like, in the last few weeks, you know, it ha- you haven't been that <laughs> hardcore about it. That's true. But still, it was good that he was the house vote. Right. I mean, when you're one, the one guy left without a skull, yeah, that's what you have to do. It would have been bad to like just rest on his Well, Big T, yeah, even the thought that Big T wasn't sure if it was the right move, it was a little bit of a red flag. Yeah, Big T was like, I trust Kyle. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's never a good thing to say, right? Yeah. Um, so we saw in the chamber, right, whatever it's called, Kyle was trying to be this agent of chaos. Oh, right, the Devon-esque, right? They talk about yeah. CT versus Terrell, which would have been awesome. CT versus Terrell, though we've seen that before um ct1 in the good elimination where they're running around tying a rope around some igloo and um or you know he was just throwing out all these options what would be the most fun entertaining almost um and he chose Corey eventually like seemed like capitulating or not Corey. i'm sorry um uh yeah no he yeah Corey. yeah he chose Corey. okay and why I'm trying to think why would Devin do that? The only reason Kyle, I you mean? think of why would Kyle, I'm sorry, I'm interchanging them. these two chaotic people. Why would Kyle do that? And um, the only reason really is if he has some friendship with Corey, he wants to do his fr- friend a favor or something. Well, it's sort of just like, the easy way like Corey wants to go in no one else wants to go in i don't want to make things difficult and it's not me yeah. it's not my ass on the line either way so it doesn't really matter except it's just so much more advantageous for his game it's like not even a question i think to throw in who he thinks is the strongest final right but you know what i disagree with that in the sense i agree with that theory i disagree in the execution because i don't know if we really know who's the strongest guy you know because fessy and ct are the scariest in elimination but they're kind of big they might tire out leroy looks really good right now you never know same with Darrell. i don't think there's a huge difference in the guys right now that makes well, you think this is the obvious strong dog in the house okay fair enough but i'll counterpoint to you we're playing a game of chess right now yeah is that you're right i think you're that's true except i think if anything he would not want to risk Corey going home in a way. Although if he didn't put Corey in, then he wouldn't get a skull. So it's a little confusing, right? Because yeah, he knows I, he's better than Corey. You want to keep Corey around. I'm sorry. I know he won, but you want to keep Corey around. I don't know. I mean, you want to keep big T. I think that there's more layups on the female side right now than the guy's side. I don't. I think Corey could win. I think any of the guys could win an individual. Heat. I'm less certain about Corey being able to win, but he almost, what was he last year? Second? I don't know if he was set. I know he did getting well in the first leg, but I think he ended up petering out. But um, he's, I don't think he's a layup at any, by any means. I think he's like average. Okay. All right. Well, the other more controversial theory floating around, Uh-oh. not substantiated by any means, is that production got in his ear, Kyle's ear, and it's like, hey, 
they, we seem to want everyone to have a shot at these skulls. <laughs> we need to let Corey in to have a shot. Well, do you think it's part of his production deal with MTV? He needs to get a certain amount of airtime on each show. <laughs> I just think product, I guarantee Big T is going to have a shot next week. I think that they're giving. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't know. I don't really buy that because I think there's, I don't buy the conspiracy theory in general when there's an easier explanation. In this case, it's just like, whatever, the guy wants a skull, do him a solid. It doesn't affect me. Okay. You're probably right. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot that we don't see on this show. Um, but it leads to this elimination called snapping point. Exciting one. You know, you think Corey's a layup. I thought he's pretty good and he was intense and he's ready to go against Darrell. Who's a four-time champ, a little older going into this. Did you think it was 11 years older? He's 11 years older. Did you anticipate it being even? Did you lean to Darrell? What would like the line be on like sports books? Um, I would have thought that Darrell would have been favored not having been watching the editing and everything. If I watched the editing, I would have thought that Corey was favored. See, yeah, I agree. I would have thought if you just told me this matchup, this elimination, I would say Darrell 60% chance. I mean, not a huge favorite, but a favorite. Because I thought it was going to be, if I just saw it, yeah, to your point, I actually would have had Darrell more favored because I thought it was going to be a tug of war. Right. And that's, as Fessy said, that's, that was the intention. It's just that it didn't really work. So they have, yeah, they have to like zig around this rope. Is this the one that uh, Wes and Devin did? Uh, they did a modified version of it. Yeah. So that turned into like a sort of tug of war endurance challenge. This one was just speed. I mean, Corey zigs around these cones basically and hit the button once and twice and he won. You know what it reminded me of? Could have been a great challenge. It just didn't work you're an nba fan it reminded me of the nba skills challenge in the all-star game oh gosh that's the worst yeah where they just like zig around a cone and like jog around what is the point of that thing <laughs> it's like a time filler <laughs> but really disappointing effort by impressive by Corey. disappointing by Darrell. punctuated by leroy saying that i knew he was slow but he's moving like honey out there that's a pretty damning statement yeah i guess but it, it really wasn't to his strength he's 11 years older right um, but I would have presumed he's fast, right? I, I, I never thought he him as a slow poke. Yeah, I never thought he was fast, but and he didn't look slow. It was just more Corey was like surprisingly fast. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to gauge. I think they messed up production wise on this. They the, gave them the mistimed much, it or something. No, they gave him too much rope. It seems. Yeah, like. it's like they just it's like messed almost up they, the were, they were both like almost to the button on that second leg, and there wasn't really any tug of war happening yeah you might be right um there was too much slack yeah it would have been much more interesting if they cut like three feet of rope that's what i thought they were like Devin and wes right Early. yeah and who would have won in that case maybe Durrell. i think you're right i thought he would have yeah because Corey's like he's pretty athletic we've seen it before he has like problem knees or something so sometimes that like wears him down um yeah his excuse but it just makes for a less interesting whoever's faster is going to win if it's a foot race right yeah you know just like whoever's stronger is going to win if you have to bench press a certain amount like it's just very there's not much surprising that might happen yeah that was that was a disappointing part of a otherwise good episode if you would have had a banger you know great elimination it would have been a really strong episode i thought 
Um, that was the one letdown. And, but there were a lot of strategy points, as you mentioned. And, and one came afterwards when Corey had a choice. I guess Big T wasn't really an option, but you really staying with Big T, but he could have picked any lady except for Anissa. And did you, would you have leaned which way? I think, I think I like Cam more than you. I would have picked Cam. I would have picked Casey. I think Casey's just more well-rounded, but those are the two contenders. Obviously, were you surprised that he, you know, rocked the boat and picked one of them, even though he's never been really partnered with them at this point? Mm, a little bit, a little bit surprised, but it made sense to me. It made yeah. sense to me. It's definitely the perception in the house. I have to say is that Cam is the best female. That's the perception. Absolutely. What, and she's been stolen what two or three times now, three times now. Three. Uh, and Casey's never been stolen. I think part of that is people like Leroy and they don't want to, if he feels good about Casey, they don't want to like piss him off. That's true. That's true. Uh, and Cam's not super attached to CT. So it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, big major upgrade for Corey. I mean, we can't understate that go from big T to cam. Yeah. I think the partner switching has been sort of fun. Yeah. It, and like, I liked, I liked that up. there's, there was a lot of sort of regret. You know, we talked about Nani kind of regretting at one point Fessy. I'm not sure why, <laughs> aside from the kick to the head. Um, she wanted to go back with Kyle. I don't know if that's like a plant for something. Um, no, she realized. Yeah. Nani, why? Nani is, <laughs> Nani is a particular you know what? I think it was damning of Fessy, to be honest. It's sort of like canary in the coal mine. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't like you as a partner. Um, well, it shows you that Fessy, like, he thinks he's the cam, the male cam, best in the house, but people are trying to get away from you now. But I totally agree with, like, if I was, I would want to be partners with Kyle over Fessy. Kyle seems much more. He's easier fun. to get along with. Yeah. He's much more charismatic, right? I and think like, his endurance is better. Um, He's, he just seems like less of like introverted to me, you know. <laughs> He's definitely not an introvert. I'll give him that. Uh, opposite from from Fessy in that way. Um, and then the next decision, CT has a decision. Um, yeah, you either scoop up her. Amber, who people were underrating. I think I think she's performed well this season. Yes, that's very solid, Amber. Sad to see, you know, it was nice to see genuine emotion. Yeah, I, I, definitely. Um, or do you go back to the redemption story with Big T? He went with Big T. What percentage of that do you think was storyline or how much it was that was genuine? I actually made a mistake. I think she's good. Um, I don't know. You know, I was hard on CT last week. I noticed watching this. I just, I don't care as much as I did last week watching it. Two weeks um, ago, yeah. Two weeks ago. Uh, you're right. It was two weeks ago, right? Um, I think it's hard. I don't think it was super genuine, but I think he likes CT. I mean, sorry, Big T. Yeah. The, the most um, insincere moment I thought of the show was the confessional where CT was talking about regretting leaving yeah. Big T for Cam. That was clearly filmed after this. For sure. Um, For sure. And they edited it to make it seem like he thought that in the daily. It was just not believable. I think they went back a lot of confessionals and CT, like kind of regretted yeah. the, the sprinkling that in. Um, 
You and know, it's like uh, it's like a movie that doesn't work, and then they're like, "Oh, we have to throw production over." Yeah. You know, I agree with that. And at the same time, I was happy to see them reunite. I agree. And, and, I mean, and as much as smiling, that was nice to see. And as much as um, we're a little critical of the, you know, sincerity. You've been critical of CT this season. Um, it would be a team to root for in the final. If I don't think Big T is going to make it, but if it is CT or Big T winning, it would probably be the feel-good story of the season. Yes, I mean they're a huge storyline this season. The, so it's it's nice that they've come back. I hope I'm rooting for them, like you said. And you know what? That, he, I didn't even think of this cynically, but um, next level CT thinks I can look like a good guy here knowing that big T is going to get eliminated next week mm. and it won't matter. Um, that's true. I didn't think of that at the time. I don't know if he was, that's pretty calculated if it's true. Um, and then Amber felt bad, but it's almost a good position for her. Cause she's going to be the rogue agent. Right. And she can't go in next week as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It actually works out very well for her. It just would have been very bad for look for CT to pick Amber instead of big T there. Don't you think it almost like he was gifted he cares about his image and he was gifted a chance to redeem it. He had to right. take it. Yeah. And I don't think in his mind, there's a big difference. I, in my mind, there is, I think Amber B has looked notably better than big T. Yeah, I agree. I think big T has not been terrible by any means, but like CT said, she finds a way to do stuff in a way. Right. Like I think he said, yeah, that. but like a, you know, a long distance run at the end, that's going to be scary. No, I would definitely say Amber's, uh, uh, you know, above her you know we did this last week and i think we can do it again and that's one of the benefits of this sort of format because teams have changed every week i want you to rank the teams one to ten based on a final oh boy okay okay so let's start with leroy and casey i think probably the favorites at this point oh man it's hard to keep it straight in my head okay so it's just one to ten i have to go back in the the books what were they last week like they were probably like an eight last week yeah okay let's say eight and a half yeah, so they're the same. Um, Fessy and Nani. Last week, say. I think you gave them about a six or so. So maybe the same, right? Yeah, six and a half. Okay, so now new teams. 6.75. Um, back with <laughs> 6.75. Back with CT and Big T. Uh, four and a half. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about a new team, Corey and Cam? Hmm. Man, I would say they are like a six and a half, six. See, I think they're a little maybe higher, better. maybe yeah. like a seven, uh, maybe a seven. Yeah, and I think the shakeup. Um, am I forgetting anybody? Kyle and Anissa dead last, probably. Yes. Um. Although, can you raise them from a zero to a one, maybe based on Anissa's performance? I'll give them a half. A half, <laughs> 0.5. I think the shakeup, getting rid of CT and Cam, I think makes Leroy and Casey even more of a favorite, though. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think that it look, it's look, I've always thought it's Cam or Leroy winning, and right. it looked more like Leroy to me. Yeah, I think he's a tier. They're a tier ahead of everybody at this stage. And unless Cam, 
I don't know. I mean, Corey and Cam are in the contention, but I don't think they're on the same level. You know, though, I have to say for a second, we've said that I've said this many times this season. I don't mean to uh, drill it over, you know, beat a dead horse. Best move of the season still by far. First episode, Cam right. aligning, splitting up Leroy and herself and aligning with Big Brother. Uh, Although, you know, she's had her partner switch three times. So maybe it didn't work for her sake necessarily, but it did help Leroy get a really strong partner. You know why it worked is be- no, I disagree. It worked because like reality show 101 and this type of thing is you want to get rid of power couples. Right. I mean, and that's more survivor, I guess, again, like in survivor, that's a huge no, no, don't be a power couple. You're going to get targeted because you have two locked in votes is so much stronger than one. And Leroy and Cam are the power couple and they were able to survive. If they were on yeah. a team together, they would have been a target. I think much more. I don't know because I think the challenge is slightly different. We've actually seen instances where mostly women snuggle up to the power guy to try to like build an alliance. That's true. Uh, but I, I think you're right. And it's definitely the strategic move this season, still Cam and Leroy season right now. They're still in the power seat. Um, I what think about Leroy will win, but I actually give most of the credit thus far to Cam. Yeah, I agree. And what about stock up, stock down? Your signature segment. We've talked about all these people basically, mm. and we're just judging based on this one specific episode and our preconceived notions. Who improved their standing in your mind? Um, I had a Nisa listed. I thought it was a strong, like I said earlier, a strong episode for Anissa. I also thought of Leroy. Hard to move his stock, but yeah, I like giving him, him stock up the last couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, but I liked him being up front with Durrell. It just seemed like a cool move to do that. Honorable. Um and I we won't give it to her, but I just really am more and more like Casey. And I'll tell you why, because she's obviously really good. But she always goes into these challenges with like a good energy and like a friendly energy in contrast to like some good competitors who are like really dark and brooding and like intense and make you uncomfortable. Like she seems more encouraging. Yeah. Like Polly or Jordan on the other side. of Yeah. That. Like Jordan's good, but he would like freak me out. <laughs> Whereas Tori is like more like, you know, pretty good and, and also encouraging. You know, who's the most of that opposite end who is of all the challengers who's the most like whoa he would freak me out i don't know like kevin garnett or something i don't know well on garnett's level in Um, challenge form (laughs) who is the most i don't know abram i don't know abram definitely he would freak he was (laughs) it's fun to watch abram well actually jordan freaked me out more just because he he is not afraid to yell at you at all and like even slight offenses oh, sure. i know i think abram actually there was more of like even though he was so intense there was actually more like warmth to abram than to jordan yeah. um but anyway and, and you know there were some certain instances of like you know zach the big zach would like scream at people a lot when he was like bratty oh, no that was the worst frank and zach on battle of the Seasons yeah the I, don't, um, I don't respond well to that kind of leadership maybe some people do um but anyway so those are my stock ups I agree with Anissa. I agree with Leroy. That's a good one. Casey was very Casey, minor. Casey, You're, the problem with Casey and Fessy, they're similar, is they just don't have much of a personality to them, I feel. Like right. in terms of just entertainment wise. That's true. And what, and 
a slight sock up to Amber B for being genuinely yes. sad for Darrell, even though he like was that. debating maybe legitimately or not flipping on her. Yeah, that was that was a nice moment. What about stock down? Um, Fessy. <laughs> Again? We were so harsh on Fessy. Not a good look when Nani's like having buyer's remorse so quickly. That's true. Um, but is that a knock on Nani? Because she picked him, right? I mean. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about... Um, I, I agree. I, and you know, I can't give it to Darrell because he lost, he looked slow. He maybe looked old and I didn't mind him. Yeah. I, I think he made some really good strategic decisions. As we said, it would have been a stock up in terms of that. It's just that he just didn't perform in the f- final. Yeah. Where, where do you think this leaves Darrell's like legacy though? Cause he said it, it himself as he was leaving, it's gotten much harder. Um, and it's not just an age thing. Cause he won a lot of those four titles on like team challenges. Yeah, although I do think age has to. If he was eleven years younger, it ha- it does make a difference. Come on, it makes no. I, I think it's not. I said it's not all age. Related. Yeah, um, I think he's still like a hall of famer, right? That was my question. It's like, are the sort of analytics community going to be like, well, you know, those wins are discounted. They're um, more team. Yeah, they weren't individual. He hasn't performed well in the last as well in the last half of his career. Yes. Although, listen, you know, George Mikan was, is the hall of famer and he probably wouldn't be in the NBA right now. It's a great comparison that no one <laughs> But I think that Darrell is better. <laughs> if you don't follow than... the NBA, George Mikan was like the best player in like 1950. And he just, you know, <laughs> when they couldn't dribble, but he was very good back then. Um, but I think what... Darrell is that we're shortchanging him. I think he is good. I think he would have won a strength based one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he stalemated against, I think he stalemated against Nelson and like a tug of war one a few yeah. ago. So it's not like he's decrepit. No, but I, I thought he was still one of the best guys in the house and I would have to downgrade him to at least average right now. I'd say slightly above average. Um, is there anyone else that you did not like? Because we need to, Fessy we picked on last week. Big the G. show, we can say the show challenge for not coordinating the rope. That was not coordinating the rope was not good. I don't like how they're doing like the wipes between scenes. There's like little computer glitch matrix graphics. It messes with me. It makes me think my DVR is breaking. I don't like that. Um, Maybe a quibble, but I don't (laughs) like. That's pretty nitpicky. (laughs) Um, Well, you think around the third time you would. (laughs) No, it always. Big T, I thought would would have made a strategic mistake to not advocate being the house vote, but that's not a huge thing. Yeah, it's a minor thing, but yeah, that was sort of like a deer in the headlights moment for her. Um, I have another stock up. Oh, another one, yeah, because we're usually too negative. Let's give some more positivity. Off the board, one of my famous off the board stock ups. Okay. Beth. Beth. Wow. So I don't know if you're watching the commercials. But we have big news, all challenge all-stars starting on Paramount Plus on April 1st. Oh, see, I didn't see that. So it's oh, going to be like that Mark Long old school people. It's Mark Long. I mean, it should be Mark Long stock up. He got this off the ground. TJ Lavin's hosting it. And so it's just the old people. It's just the old people, dude. You have like Mark Long, you got, you got Beth, you have Katie, 
You have Ruthie. Katie, wow. Ruthie, you have, wow. You have Tech. Remember Tech from Hawaii? Oh my gosh. I didn't even remember him being in a challenge, but I remember. Yeah, he wasn't before. very good. Um, so they got them all coming back. I don't know. The audience is literally, I think, just like us, us and the and the subreddit. And <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're showing them all. You got Cyrus, everything. They're showing them all. Listen, it's been like 16, 15 years. They all look older. Yeah. Uh, Mark Long looks still like he's older, but still in amazing shape. Beth looks exactly the same. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I think she, she was about 50 back then. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's like she, you know, that was always the joke that she's 50, but now she looks the same age as all of Good them. Good for her. And um, good for them for getting a gig. I mean, what's weird about that is like, people like CT and Anissa were on those old challenges too. And they're well, just guess still who's going, on it. Oh no. Anissa. Anissa. <laughs> <laughs> Doing doubled lap. Well, we had to give her stock up and fold that into her stock up. I think Darrell might be on it too. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Anissa's Alton's, Alton's on it. Oh, wow. I I'm really excited to see that now. Paramount plus they're not a sponsor. They almost were. It's they, surprising to me that TJ's hosting it. Like that's a, a sign to me. Like, wow. It legitimizes it that they actually got TJ to do it. Yeah, it's sort of like a canon then, right? I think so. I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Now, if Darrell wins that show, does that count as a championship? No, I don't think so. Do they count? I think they count all-stars versus pros and stuff, right? Didn't they count those? No, I mean, I don't not, know who's counting or not counting. We're not but. counting that. No one's counting that. I think Come they on. do, though, for CT. Usually they say CT won one of those. Well, they should change that, whoever they are. <laughs> who's that. keeping the Hall of Records? <laughs> it's spring I want to do this in the offseason, maybe. I'm sure the Reddit's done it at some point, but like actually do a Hall of Fame. We oh, yeah, like, they've done it a lot, but they haven't done it like we would do it. Yeah, we would almost team up with all the other podcasters and the Reddit and really make it done well. Argue full cases, use Baseball Hall of Fame rules, which is 75% approval to get in. Um, maybe uh, we'll do that as a project. If you want to participate, email me, Ellison at Gmail. We'll try to get that going. Um, and overall grade for this episode before we head out, I think... B? I don't know. It felt like a standard episode. I think so. B. It, it, solid. Could have been a better elimination, I think. Is what yeah, we, that's what held it back. And also the predictability of just the guys if part of it. And we'll see the girls next week and it'll be Big T being used as the layup against somebody. I don't know who. Yeah. Who's Big T going to go against? Who would she pick? I think Anissa. I think you have to chance it against, but it's not really about endurance, the eliminations ever, which is Anissa's weak point. You know? But there's no, really no other candidates. Amber, who's her friend? Nani, yeah. who's a candidate? I guess Nani, but yeah, we'll see. And they kind of tease that in the sense that Kyle and Big T, she's called him a brother. So maybe they'll be the team by the end. That would be nice. I'd like to see Big T stick around. And it would be great if she stayed with CT, of course. That would be fun. Um, most likely she will lose, though, right? I mean, she'll be an underdog against everybody. And I then, think so. And then CT would be partnered with Amber, who he has pretty much no storyline with. Yeah. That's our prediction anyway. But we'll be back next week to talk about it. Thank you, Dondrick. Um, good luck. Have fun this week. All right. Bye.